0: Dario, welcome to Game Quizzes. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure, and um, very excited to get this uh, get this done. My very first podcast, and uh, a little bit nervous, but I'm excited to to get
1: started. Me too. And we met here in Kosamoy, Thailand, I believe at Amba originally. And I remember you talking about playing World of Warcraft and just what that experience was like for you. So, when did you start gaming?
0: Um, I originally started gaming from very young. Actually, um, I feel like I've been brought up in the gaming world. Um, my mother and my father got me a PlayStation 1 when I was very, very, very young. I think around five, six years old I was at the time. I remember playing Spider-Man games, um, Spyro, Spyro the, the Dragon, um, Crash Bandicoot, lots of different games when I was younger. And I knew straight away I was kind of hooked. I used to play from six o'clock in the morning, I'd go down, my mum had a conservatory in the house and uh, I'd be on the PlayStation as soon as, uh, as I woke up. Um, I always had a Game Boy Color, so I I was playing Pokemon games from a very young age. So I've kind of always been in the gaming world as such, even from from a very young age, and that kind of progressed through my whole childhood.
1: And how old are you now? I'm uh, 28 years old now. Okay, so you're 28, so I'm 34. And I remember like, you know, dial up internet, you know, mom, get off the internet, I'm trying to play a video game, like that sort of thing. And for you, you would have seen sort of that transition to high-speed internet. As, as well in, in online multiplayer gaming and how that all came. Massive difference. I remember
0: Halo Halo on Xbox One. Uh, sorry, not Xbox One, but one of the first Xboxes and not being able to play online on that. And then the transition from that to Halo 3 online was was crazy. Um, absolutely massive difference in online gaming. And, that, and I think that's really taken into a different a different stratosphere, really. So yeah, I completely uh, remember that whole period that transition. And
1: what What do you think was the difference for you when it went from kind of offline, more single player type gaming to online multiplayer?
0: It definitely became a lot more sociable. Um, so, when the, in the times of probably, I think when I when the internet kind of online gaming came came on came mainstream as such, I was going into secondary school. So that was around the time I was about probably year eleven. So that sorry, not year eleven. I was around eleven years old, 11, 12 years old, and I remember my mum actually she never used to let me go online games um i would have an xbox and I had halo i had all the the games but she would never let me have them because she thought i was going to speak into pedophiles online and that's a true story all my other friends had a online uh, xbox live and they were playing rainbow uh rainbow six um gta all these kind of games and i was like i really need to play online but i couldn't Um, but it definitely became more sociable things so it it became more enticing because what would happen is you'd go to school you'd have your friends speaking about games you'd have your friends speaking at lunchtime and you'd be they'd all be discussing I was kind of felt left out at that point until I did actually finally get Xbox Live and um once I was in that kind of community then everyone plays because everyone else is playing so that was that the main thing to do after school because in the UK in the winter times it was it was cold. It was it was wet and drizzly. You don't want to be going out and playing out. So we spent most of our evenings after school playing online, and and that's kind of really where the, the my my I'm pretty addiction at the time, but
1: the the kind of entry into online gaming started. There's so much peer pressure to play games, and I think nowadays that's like one of the biggest differences. Is you know like some of my best memories growing up were like biking with a neighbor, just going exploring, going on adventures, and, and being outside come home after dark or, you know, playing street hockey. You know, any Canadian knows the the phrase car because everyone would have to stop and move off the street. And nowadays, so many kids, the way they connect is through online gaming. It's the only topic they know what to talk about. And it's really fundamentally the only activity that they have. And I think that peer pressure is really a huge part of what leads people to play 100%
0: that was definitely a case for me uh, a lot of my friends my whole friendship group were playing playing online I wanted to
1: play so eventually I got online and then yeah became one of that group I remember like as speaking in an Australian and I had a parent you know in a Q&A say you know my son doesn't even really want to play but they feel like they have to because if they don't play they'll be the outcast at school did you ever feel a pressure to play um, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Like, my friends, they all played it. Uh, most of all with this, the, I, I think really the the heightened point of that was for call of duty Four when that first kind of came out, uh, almost excuse every single one of my friends played that. And it was like, if you didn't play that at night, there was nothing to speak about in the playground the next day. Um, because what would happen is we'd have like clan battles on, on, uh, after school. And then the next day we would speak about, like, Oh, do you remember what happened in that round? Do you remember what happened in that? And it was like, if you didn't play you got left out. So yes, absolutely. I mean, obviously there was other friendship groups, other kind of groups in in our school because we had quite a large school um, that didn't uh, play online games. But that wasn't really my my crowd. My crowd was was a group of friends that did play online games, and I felt really welcomed into that. And I felt, um, how would you say? Just uh, a part of that community that made me feel, you know, um, as part of, you know, part of that community, basically. So
1: it was like your clan, it was your tribe, it was your group of friends, it was where you kind of felt accepted. Absolutely, and that was more towards
0: Call of Duty. However, that was different with War- World of Warcraft. Um, I was at, my first kind of online game addiction was to World of Warcraft, and that was before Call of Duty. Um, but World of Warcraft was seen as quite a nerdy game back then. Um, it's probably still now, to be honest. So. I haven't played for a long time, so I don't really know, but um, it wasn't viewed as like a cool game to play, whereas Call of Duty was. So there was definitely an element where I didn't connect with other people about World of of Warcraft when I was playing at the time. There was a couple of friends in my school that did play it, and then that became obviously someone to speak to about at lunchtime and things like that. So,
1: yeah, there was uh, also that part of it. So how old were you when you started to play WoW?
0: I started playing wow when i was i think i was around 12 or 13 years old something around that age um i ended up going to italy on holiday one summer and i was there for quite a long time so i used to go to italy for for pretty much the whole summer when i was younger and i got bored and my friend's uh, dad who worked for my dad he said oh why don't you give this game a go because his son was playing this game and he needed a friend to play with and the thing with these games is it's it's not fun if you're not playing with someone else. And I think that's where that kind of like community comes from. These, uh massive multiplayer online role-playing games. They, they entice you to play with other people and that's the kind of nature of the game. So he needed a friend to play with. So he gave me this copy of this game. I went back to download it. I remember it took me five days to download this game. Five, four days. I mean, I, I got back to England. I put it on my laptop, had a Sony VAO computer. And I put it in it, it took me four, five full days to download this game. And when I remember, I can still remember this moment very vividly now. I started, I don't know if anyone watching this, did play WoW. I started as a night elf rogue and um, I was in Teldr- Teldrassil. And this is proper nerdy talk going out right now. But I remember the moment, it, it literally captured me straight away. And within the first 10 minutes of just joining this game, I was like, wow. Um, as a young, impressionable um, boy, boy at the time, just captured my imagination and I was straight away addicted instantly. Absolutely addicted straight away um, because I, I just loved the the whole atmosphere of the game, the fantasy behind it, the lore, just the progression. Um, I loved seeing other characters that had obviously been playing it for a long time and I was like, wow, I need to get to that level. And it kind of like forces you to play more because then you kind of see what other people around around on amazing like mouse, which is like, you know, real life cars, for example. So, you know, it, it kind of entices you to become Addicted to the game,
1: and what was it about WoW that enticed you so much? It was it was the fantasy, it was the lore, it was being able to level up. Like you, you mentioned within the first ten minutes, you you felt totally addicted. Like what was it in those first ten minutes that really stood out to you? I I'm quite a a fan of fantasy, um, so it was very much a,
0: a large world, a lot to explore, something I've never experienced before. So a combination of the fantasy, uh, the progression where it's never ending—you can never really complete the game um, because there's just so much to do—and um, it just—I I don't know how to explain it. It had a magic aura to it. It had um, something new, new about it where you could speak to people, you could chat, um, you could go into different dungeons and raid together, and it kind of built—you you, you, know—you built friendships with people, and you're like, "Oh, are you playing tonight?" It went online. And it kind of like captured and made you go back there every day to play it because you wanted to, you didn't want to miss out on what other people were doing. You don't want to, you wanted to progress your character. So there was that element to the part where, you know, you, you didn't want to be uh, falling behind in the progression. That was definitely day, later on in the later levels, you know, when I was I was, I was playing a bit more uh, towards the end game. But within the first 10 minutes of them, the main thing was just the the atmosphere, the aura of the game, the just how big it was really. Because that, that was a difference because... Playing that game compared to like Halo, where you've got a limited level where you can only do this one thing and one mission. With World of Warcraft, there is endless possibilities. You can explore, you can be, you know, you can do professions, you can do raiding, you can do PvP. There's just so much to do in it that it's never, it's such a time sink. So that's what got me really.
1: And there's something for everyone. I think that's a big thing, not just about WoW, but just gaming in general is the variety like whatever you like whatever you're motivated by whatever your preference for a game is there there's certainly a game out there for you for me with wow certainly i think i relate to that kind of first 10 minutes of being hooked because the first time my character leveled up you know which in wow it takes only a couple minutes and the animation over my character the ding that instantly made me go like wow i want to get that more so you used to play wow as well then yeah so i i started out as a i was a night elf hunter and at the time i was i was a competitive cs player and actually i remember when i started playing wow there was kind of tension within my team because i was spending more time playing wow and not as much time kind of practicing cs and you know when you're talking about things like you know halo where you're just one level and you know it's just the game kind of repetitively over and over again cs is like that too Whereas WoW I felt like it was the first experience I had with more of a role playing game, more of an open world type game. And I remember I was frustrated because it was messing up my aim in CS because the mouse sensitivity was so different, but just, I kept going back to it. And at the time of my life, I was playing WoW, you know, my life was going through a pretty rough spot. I didn't really know who I was. You know, I was going through a breakup and you know, WoW I think really became that that new character of my life, that that new world where I could explore almost a second life in that sense, and being able to level up and get new skills and and all the other activities that come with WoW was really where I spent all my time. What age were you when you started playing WoW? I would have been around like 17 or 18, probably around right around 18 years old. Yeah, so a little bit older than me. Yeah, yeah. But when you started, you know, 12, 13, those are formidable years in you finding your sense of identity, finding yourself as as just your independent voice and did you find that in wow yeah absolutely
0: yeah i um through my childhood i think through secondary school i had a lot of friends uh, and i also had a lot of enemies as such you know we didn't have a a fantastic time in my secondary school and i i expressed myself differently i went home and i played on uh, online games because you know i could be someone else and that is definitely a case you know i look back on those times and um i think a mixture between me moving schools into a different school um at a different just before i went to secondary school i didn't have a massive amount of friends in that full point and you know i i i made really good connections with certain people and they were also people who played online games so you know that created a bond and that was like a thing that we spoke about every day i know i fit i vividly remember uh, sometimes in the summer holidays where i would you know, pack my laptop in my bag and I would walk to my friend's house. You know, sometimes it was an hour walk, but I didn't have a bike. I had a bike, sorry. I didn't have a car or anything, but because we wanted to spend time, I would go over to, to, to his house for, for the weekend and we would play um, just in the same room together. We would do quests together we would raid and we would level up together. And that just gave a sense of friendship. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't regret it at all. I had a great, great friendship with, um, with my friend who played at the time and I made friends in the game as well. Um, people who I still speak to today, even though I've never met them, you know, they're, they're the great people and they've got their own families and things like that. Everyone's grown up. So, you know, I think it's hard to understand the level of um, impact that game had or could have on someone's life unless you played it at that time. Right now, it's not going to be the same, but through those days, there was not much alternatives like that. The World of Warcraft was one of the most popular game, if not the most popular game at that time. Um, so, unless you've ever, you ever played it, it's hard to
1: understand the profound impact it had on people's lives. And at the time, so when I was playing WoW, you know, my life was going through, you know, a really difficult time. For you, it sounds like your, your life at the time was, you know, just kind of normal 12, 13, 14 year old boy. And, you know, WoW was just kind of a part of your life. How at the time were you able to balance your your gaming with WoW and, and your life?
0: I don't think balance was, a, was the case for me. Um, there was no uh balancing, I became so addicted to it that I would spend as soon as I got home, I would turn my computer on. Um, when I was at school, I would be thinking about wow, at lunchtime I would have a wow book in my in my back because I wanted to learn about things. I wanted to see how I could get my character to be to be better. So there was no balancing. That's all I thought about, you know, and the same was for my friend and, and other friends that were playing at the same time. So I think that wasn't just independently me. I think it was everyone who was playing the game at that time. Um, there was there was moments where I had very strong arguments with my with my mum about it I I just didn't balance I was as complete addicted I would play from the moment I finished uh, from, from the moment I got home from school I would play in until physically I couldn't, couldn't play anymore um, my mum wouldn't let me play uh, sometimes she would limit me to certain hours of the, of the night um, and I tried to find ways around that and that's where I really kind of started to realize that at the time, I didn't realise it was an addiction, um, but I just knew I loved playing this game this much, and that's that's physically all I thought about.
1: And how long did this go on for?
0: This went on to I think around the age of 18 years old. I had an on and off periods um, where I would I would stop playing for a month or so, but eventually there would be something new that came out and it would bring me back in, like a new expansion or some kind of new new character or new race and i'm like right let's give it a go again and yeah that brought me back in and i i i probably stopped kind of being not addicted but i didn't play as much when i was around 18 years old when i started to get my when i got my car i got a job and I ended up doing a bit of traveling to be honest so yeah that that was definitely around the kind of time that i did but for those period of around five 13 12 13 to 18 just solid playing on, on on wow and obviously all the time call of duty as well i played a lot of call of duty i would spend, we, me and my friends would spend the whole weekend of playing you know they would come over i would go to theirs and we would play from friday night till sunday night non-stop and that's all we did so but there was nothing else to do there was nothing else to do and, that, and i think that's also a case of um the society that we lived in you know um as much as you wanted. In the summer, yes, in the summer we did play out, but we were still associated with gaming and we would go play football and things like that. But in the winter in the UK, at that age, there is nothing you can do, apart from going to do some sporting activities, which I did,
1: but apart from that, there's nothing else. I only played World of Warcraft one time. I had one character, I leveled that character up and it was my only character, that was it. For you, you went back a few times, made new characters, went to different expansions, and, and essentially started from scratch again. What was that experience like going back to play again from the, from the beginning? I viewed it as a
0: way of filling time. I would get to a point where on um, my main character, I got a bit bored, uh, or I'd maxed out everything that I could for that week, because the way the World of Warcraft works is that you have like weekly quests, or weekly achievements, or weekly things they have to do. I would, I would smash them out straight away, and then I would have nothing else to do, or I'd get bored of doing the same things. Um, I also viewed, uh, leveling all the characters as a way of making money. And that was like a, an extra person to your roster, yeah, like an extra staff member as such, and, and I used to level up characters with different professions and different abilities that would allow me to maximize the potential when it came to, um, making money when that, which is what, one of my main things that I was doing on, on World of Warcraft at the time.
1: And there were skills that you learned in WoW that eventually led you into entrepreneurship and, and kind of what you do now. So. Take us back to like, what did you learn in WoW that actually benefited your career? I think people really underestimate this. And this is genuinely true that I
0: learned a lot of things about business from playing WoW. There's a thing called the auction house. So people who don't know what WoW is, uh, the auction house is basically a, 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 it's like Amazon, it's like a selling market isn't it. So you have your goods and you place them on the auction house and then people will buy them for, uh, and for you know, place bids or they'll buy them out at a certain price. So. I was obsessed with collecting mounts, um, collecting rare items, and for that you needed gold. And gold was everything, because if you didn't have gold, you couldn't go to the top-end raids because you needed to have the best gear, the best enchantments, the best gems. So basically, you needed the best upgrades for everything. Um, And it was all about showing off a little bit at the time. You know, the best mounts, you'd sit in certain cities and you'd sit on your mount and leave your character there for an hour and people would look at you. You know, that was the silly things when you were a kid that made a lot of difference. So I started to play the auction house and I started to learn about how that works for YouTube. So I'd spend hours a day sometimes researching methods on YouTube of how people were making money. And these were like, this is probably, this is over 10 years ago now. So YouTube wasn't the kind of YouTube that we get today where it's very detailed. It was, you know, there was a few videos but people didn't wanna sell the secrets as much. I've never even, you know, that's a good point. I would love to see what kind of videos there are on WoW right now, I might do that one day. Um, but I went on and started to learn these, these tricks in the auction house, I installed add-ons um, through, through the computer, you basically had add-ons that would scan the auction house. And I learned lots and lots of tactics such as buying and selling um, demands, you know, how to... I used to buy out the competition. So a simple way of what happened was there would be the weekly raids would reset on a Wednesday night. So the top level raiders would need enchantments, potions gems for all their gear for example for that wednesday and what i would do coming up to wednesday so around monday or tuesday probably even sometimes sunday i would go to the auction house and i would start to buy every single um, item of a certain category that was placed on the auction house so what would happen people would, would mine them and there would be a limited supply of them and then i would stockpile these and i would list them all at a certain time when i knew people were finishing their raids or starting the raids, depending on the item so that what that taught me is like because i could because i was the only person who had the supply i could name my price and that's the same thing that i do now in my business nowadays you know a a, a key success to my my camper van business nowadays is that i've always had supply i stock a lot of of product in my business so i can say yes to people much quicker than other companies can and i have a i i You could say i could translate to that from wow but really that is a basic principle that did have an impact on my understanding of business at a young age of 13 14 years old and that's the same thing that i do now so i just have a large stockpile of of roofs instead of of gems and i and i have the ability to say yes to my customers and and that's one of the the reasons that i was successful in wow another great idea was i you know i used to set different characters with different professions so that would be relative to today's skills you know how can i have staff members that have got different skills that can provide a service um that translates into into a profit and that's what why my characters were at the time my different characters that would level up in different professions that would allow me to say well i can make an enchantment out of that and that got this character has a maximum gem crafting and that's the same thing in, in your team and then when it comes to starting a business you know if you've got um, a certain person which you know you should always be hiring a better person um than yourself in certain areas i have a staff member now who's better than me at fitting the roofs who's better than me at doing the carpet line and better than me are doing the electrics and that's how it should be and that's and that's in, in your team it's the same way so you've got essentially you're collecting characters you're collecting steam you're building it you're building a roster and that allows you to offer more services and, and create more margin
1: And I know so many people are always talking about how gaming can teach you real life skills that can make you successful in life. And I think this is such a great example of, of that real application. Yeah. Most people who are struggling with gaming, especially if they're gaming too much or they have an addiction, they're not translating those skills into, they're just continuing to level up and achieve and they're ambitious within gaming and they're competent. They're very, very good at what they do. But then if you look around at their life, it's degenerate, it's destructive. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. So there was a moment where you decided, you know, enough with gaming and you were, you know, enough with WoW, enough with gaming and you were moving on. So take us back to like, what was that transition like for you? And how did you break out of this addiction to WoW and and actually start to move forward in your life? For me personally, the the transition, what I feel was quite
0: natural. And the reason was is that I had come to the age of 18, I got my first car so i was more interested in going out you know meeting with friends and meeting with girls uh socializing going out on uh going out drinking in town and then i actually moved to italy as well and when i was in a new country they didn't have great internet so i didn't really get interested in it i do i did try to carry on playing but i just eventually lost interest i didn't find it and i wanted to work on my life rather than than a character's life you know i realized and i think that's if anyone is listening that is in the same position the way I look at it now in my life, I don't get addicted to games anymore because I'm more addicted to leveling up in my own life. You know, and that's that's a very fulfilling reason. I I view my life as a video game now. You know, you could say that to to, to almost any situation. This world is endless. You can't complete life. You can't complete uh, this video game that that we call life. And we can effectively level up. You can go. You can you can do better in certain skills. You know, right now I'm training Muay Thai. That's a skill that I never had. So it's the same principle. So if anyone wants to do that, try and learn a new skill, try and get into a different um, area that you might never thought you'd be interested in. Give it a go. And that might find you might find that there is actually a passion there that you've never discovered and try to focus on leveling up in real life rather than in a gaming life. Because that is once that stops, you know, World of Warcraft now is nowhere near as popular as it was then. But my life is still my life. If you're leveling up and that ends, you've spent all that time when you could have spent all that time working on yourself in real life and actually get yourself to a position to find yourself in a place
1: like this living every day. There are a lot of people who think they will eventually grow out of gaming. But now I think there's a lot of people listening to this that if you look back on the last couple of years of your life, you didn't grow up, you didn't grow out of it and you didn't have that natural transition. And now you're 25, 26, 30, 35, 40 maybe. And you're still gaming, you're still in the same rut. You're still continuing to play and justifying it, even though your life is nowhere near where you want it to be. And so I just want to really encourage anybody watching and, and listening that like, if, if you were one of those people saying, you know, eventually I'll grow out of it, but you haven't, you know, maybe it's time to start taking more action to, to make sure that you grow out of it because, uh, you know, it'll continue to affect your life and, until you decide to, to make a change
0: yeah absolutely and then there's always the the possibility if i was trying to advise one to you know you could take up your service obviously you you run game quitters that's obviously a great service that people can take up if they feel that they don't have the ability to do that themselves i know i didn't have that ability to do that myself when i was that age when i was younger i couldn't no one could take me away from from my computer at the time um even to the point where my mum would would cut the ethernet cables or she would take the the power cables to my router i would find a way around it so if you feel like um, you're at that point and you want to level up your life, you know, great great reason to contact yourself game quitters, but also a change a change in your environment, a change in your environment has proven to me in this experience that I've had here for meeting you and meeting other people in in the new elite, et cetera, is showing me how much that can make a profound difference on someone's life. My life has completely changed from you know i'm not saying i was in any say any certain way but in the last six months and um, this experience of being in thailand which has been completely different my whole mentality my whole mindset has changed huge like a huge amount so if you're struggling and you want to maybe go traveling for a bit see the world get out there see what there is out there and i think eventually you'll find that gaming isn't that as in as in, as fun as it you think it is
1: gaming is fun when it's the only thing that you know it's the only thing that you're doing but there's so much more to experience in life and. For me, travel has always been the best personal development. It's it's forced me to really look at what I can control, what I can't. It's forced me to have to be resourceful and find, you know, that determination within myself. It's forced me to have to learn to manage my emotions and my anxieties and be in uncomfortable situations because travel, you're kind of constantly in these uncomfortable situations. And, and it's also learned, it's, it's taught me a lot about how to stick up for myself, you know you know, there's a bit of a running joke now here in Thailand where, you know, there's a bunch of guys similar to us and some people who are new to traveling and, you know, they tell us prices that they're paying for things and, you know, real, you know, quickly realize that they're overpaying or, or not paying it, you know, they're paying more than they need to. But it also teaches you how to negotiate. It teaches you how to understand the different resources and, and, and all of it. So I, I think travel is absolutely one of the best things that people can do.
0: Travelling for me was one of the main things that, that caused me to stop gaming because I just didn't have the opportunity or didn't have the time. I met new friends and they weren't interested in gaming and I got interested in things that they were doing. And that shows that as well with the, with the new elite that we're, that we're in. Uh, the people that you surround yourself with greatly impact your choices on a, on a daily basis. So if they're not gaming, you're not going to be gaming. If they're, work, they're going to the gym, you're going to be going to the gym because you feel like you... You know, you need to keep up and, that, and that's, that's the kind of people that I want to hang around with and that's the kind of people that I've that I've found out here, such as yourself.
1: Yeah. Likewise. And I know being here, you know, I was kind of by myself for a long time, trying to find other people like my people who were trying to you know improve their life and improve their business and, and just really see how they can reach their potential. And, you know, meeting all, you know, for people listening, you know, we're part of a mastermind called the new elite, which is run by a YouTuber. Named Jack, and I'll put a link in the description if you want to check it out. You know, it's not cheap, so I just want to be, I just want to be upfront about that. That you know, it, it, it is for people who are probably a bit further along in their journey. You know, maybe twenty five plus, and you know, looking to really be surrounded by other people who who are serious and ambitious and, and are successful. Uh, but if that's you, then that can be a, a fantastic resource and, and network to be around other people. Yeah, and that's how I met you.
0: It's a, it's a fantastic uh, example. You know i would never have be been in, a, in a such a beautiful place Pot, I, doing my first podcast uh, speaking about my experience and wow if i hadn't had this opportunity to to meet you through the new elite and that's a great example of a community how it can drive you to the next level um i honestly cannot believe i'm actually talking about world of warcraft and and my gaming because it's not something i've spoken about for a long long time and I, if anything i've never really spoken about it like this it's it's quite it brings me back to my, to my childhood my memories and the things that I went through and it's, it's kind of shows, you know, I'm quite proud of what I've actually achieved by coming away from that life. So for people that are struggling there with that, just think about what could you achieve if you, instead of dedicating five years to playing a game, five years of dedicated it to yourself where you could end up in a place like this,
1: that's what I would say. So if, if you were to, to, you know, think back to that 13 14 15 year old boy in the UK in the winter it's gray it's dreary it's raining what would you what advice would you share for for that young boy now to to avoid falling into that same path that's a that's a hard question because even now it's even more
0: accentuated i think the, the the problem because everyone the younger kids of the the younger generation have been brought up with even stronger more powerful gaming systems and everyone else is playing them so it's hard I would say socialize with people that aren't too interested in it you know get out there do physical activities try to focus on how you become a, a better person without associating w- with gaming and try to limit yourself as much as you can that's definitely a case but I would say also have fun with it don't don't necessarily if I was at that age I would still want to have fun so I would say spend the time when you can, um, outside, um, trying to revive this, this, you know, this, I mean, we used to call it in the UK playing out. I don't know, in Canada, but we'd go knock on each other's like, you know, it's so-and-so playing out. So I don't see that anymore. I don't see kids playing on the streets anymore. And that's, that's, that is sad to see because I did spend a lot of my childhood playing out in the summer months for definite. I was out every single day. i would be out on my scooter, my bike, but given to the advice, the youngest kids just, Try and socialize with people that aren't too interested in gaming because that's kind of what for not forced people kind of um kind of encouraged my my gaming habit at the time
1: and i think you know just if i could share a couple tips for people watching or, and listening is that if you have to be inside you know there are so many other things that you can do indoors that don't have to be gaming so for instance even if you're on a computer there are things like learning video editing or coding or music production there's so many other things that you can do within that sphere that can also be productive for your life or healthy and less of a problem, easier to control that also can lead you to opportunities where you know you can have a career, you can make money online or you know you can meet other people and actually form communities around that as well. So, I think gaming's often the default primarily because we get into it so young there are so many other skills and, and things that you can learn things you can spend your time on 100 percent. 100 percent. right now i was speaking to a guy um actually in, in
0: relation to harmonators video course he's i think he was 14 or 15 years old from the netherlands and he was asking me what he, he could do and i said um he was thinking about video editing there is no reason now in today's um, economy that People the age of 14, 15 can't learn video editing, can't learn coding, can't go and do online uh, on cor- online courses and start a business from it at that age. There's no reason because uh, that wasn't a possibility back then. Now it is. Someone can use. Everyone's got access to computers nowadays, good speed internet. You can reach out, learn those skills. If I had the opportunity at that age, I probably would have done the same thing. I would definitely got into some kind of skill such as video editing because it's very simple to do that at a younger age. You know, you can't realistically go into doing, you know, forex trading or, you know, starting a real uh, workshop business like I've got at the age of 14 or 15, but you can realistically start a video editing um, business at the age of 14, 15, because I know for a fact that there's people out there looking for good video editors um, constantly, people that are reliable. And if you could start as a, 14, uh, as a side hustle at 14, 15 years old, by the time you're 18, 19, you're going to have four or five years under your, under your belt. And that's going to be a massive difference. You're going to have a massive head start compared to everyone else.
1: And I totally agree because they're the first generation of kids with this opportunity. Like when we were growing up, even the opportunity to make money online, social media platforms and stuff like these did not really exist. But nowadays it, it really is the first generation that has this opportunity where it can be a completely different path or it can just be a skill that you have. You make some side cash. Maybe that gives you an opportunity to travel. Maybe it gives you an opportunity to meet other people, make some friends or just avoid falling into, to a trap of gaming.
0: 100% well, a very good comparison. Is it at the age of 13, 14, I was doing a paper rounds and I earn eight pounds a week, that's $10 a week. And I used to go Monday, uh, Monday through to Saturday. Um, now there's no reason a kid can't go. I know because I paid a video, it's not too long ago. who can make $60, $70 in a week for ad- editing one or two videos, which can take one or two hours. So there's, there's a massive amount of money to be made at that age. And that, if I would have that opportunity to make that kind of money, the first thing I would be doing is going to learn a skill like that right now.
1: And so what's next for you? Like, you know, you, you've had a camper van business, you've been pursuing your own businesses for a while. I, I know you've been in Thailand in the last, <clears throat> the last six months and that's been really good for you. So what, what's next for you? What's next for me? That's a good question. I have a lot of ideas in my
0: mind. I have a good strong idea of what, what I want to pursue, I have Exciting opportunities coming my way. I'm looking forward to the future. Right now, I would say that I've been in a bit of a um, self-reflection phase. I've spent the last six months here. I've made some amazing friends. I've learned a lot of things that I didn't have any idea about before. You know, completely smashed my completely smashed my my personal beliefs that I had before. So the next stage is to to move into a new career. I'm going to base myself ideally in Bangkok at some points and then go from there. But for now, there's a few things I've got in my mind, but I want to keep them there until like I bring them to fruition. But I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to move in. I feel like I'm moving into the next stage of my, my career and next stage of my life, trying to build a personal brand for sure. Giving back on what I've learned. I've built a business from absolutely, absolute zero up to, up to seven figure in, In revenue yearly revenue i've got staff members i've learned a lot i've been through every single problem you can probably think of um, for a small business and i'm not saying i've been in in, in a huge business i haven't grown a huge business but i'm ready for that next level now and that's where i'm going to be taking myself so i'm going to be focusing on on building a lifestyle and a career around that
1: and where can people connect with you
0: so at the moment i'm on instagram i've just started my youtube channel as well so i'm giving back on the information um doing vlogs etc my travels I want to create a nice interesting fun YouTube channel, which teaches people about business and, and also self-improvement. Um, but also creating a, a you know, fun environment, uh, through traveling, learning through what I've been through learning through my travels. And so yes, yeah, through YouTube and obviously on Instagram is my main kind of following, um, and TikTok.
1: And I'll put all the links for that in the description. So definitely give Dario a follow and, uh, I'm hoping we'll have some footage too that, that we can share of you smashing me in the face a little bit from, from the boxing that we did and, and that was a lot of fun and, and just you know learning Muay Thai, taking fitness more seriously, the travel, all of that's been you know huge for you and, and I know it's been huge for me as well and so really encourage anyone out there watching this to just get out there in the real world and there's so much good life to be lived. Any final words of advice for people listening to this?
0: Final words of advice? i would say is just to go for it don't think about it too much risk risk take lots of risks because i would never be where i am right now if i didn't risk things be assertive make sure you know your worth and don't let people walk over you um i remember my business and a little backstory. um i remember walking around a trade show when i was 22 years old i would just started my camper van business suppliers didn't want to talk to me and, fi- and <clears throat> last year, I walked around the same trade show, and people came up to me, and they actually apologised for the way that they treated me um, in that that uh, that that time. So don't be scared to go away um, to to tackle big problems, even at a young age. Just make sure that you you um, present yourself in a manner that is professional, even though despite your age. And people, if you go for it, people will respect you for that. So. Go for it, be be legendary, be courageous, and you know, make sure that you're leveled up in real life rather than your gaming life. Dario, thanks so much for being here and thanks for sharing your story with Game coolers Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.